Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary and all my patron peeps, it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast. Uh, you keep going, patrons. the podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, changes in time or temperature, changes in schedule, you know, baffling thing. Like, uh, that's, uh, that's all, like you always say, Scooch, what's, uh, what's I say, what's well, a baffling, one of those baffling ones, uh, where I say, I don't know what it is, uh, whatever it is, so I'm here to help, uh, and what I'm going to do, you know, it's been a few weeks since I said this, I'm going to welcome you into this safe place, I'm going to smooth it, I'm going to pat it, and I'm going to rub it down, then I'm going to poof it, then I'm going to stand back as after it's reached peak poofing, it uh, settles, you know, that's always the best. You poof it, you pat it, you mark it with a D for dear scooter, then I let it settle, just you and me. And while it settles, I'll be here also trying to, what was the, what's the word where uh, I try to earn your trust when you do that in a professional setting? It's a word that's really hard for me as a dyslexic to spell. I don't know. I can't. I can't think of it. It means like it kind of, it's like the professional side of camera where you say, "Hey, how you doing? Uh, let's build some small talk, rapport." That's it. Thank you. Uh, but if you're new, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm gonna use the lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Also, if you're a regular listener, I'm gonna do the same thing. Pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. Uh, like, uh, oh, oh, metaphors that, uh, you'd say, are you sure that's a metaphor or is that a, a slip, like a Freudian slip? You know, I, like I'm the first person, are all, here's a question, really, are all Freudian slips metaphors? I never even thought of that till just now. And I can feel Dr. Freud somewhere nodding knowingly. And it's what? No, no, this isn't about that. Uh. Okay, so, but that is a question to get back to. But first, new listeners, welcome. It's This is Sleep With Me, a podcast that's here while you fall asleep. I say it's a podcast to put you to sleep. Ideally, it will, but uh, it'll also be here to keep you company as you fall asleep. Structurally, what to expect. Uh, there's a lot of things about the podcast that can throw you off. Uh, so I want get, to get, give you an idea what to expect. A lot of nonsense. A lot of creaky dulcet tones and point like, and when I say nonsense, uh, I also mean I think I mean not it's nonsensical, like the the fun kind of nonsense, like when you're walking around the kitchen, you know, banging on a pot with a wooden spoon, you know, the calm lulling version of that, you know, in a diaper, or as I like to call it, the weekend, and. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't get that my own image of myself out of there. Uh, you know, then I'll play with some Transformers and some Legos and, you know, cars. You know, I like to I like to play with all my toys together. Then I'll go back to, to doing something else. Oh, but here, right now, I'm trying to, oh, well, I was explaining what kind of nonsense to expect. I think there you go. 
oh, this podcast is nonsensical and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense if you're new. So structurally, it starts off with business. That's how we keep the show going and free. I think we're in our, like, sixth year making the show or maybe 2013. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so that's how we do that. Then there's an intro, which we're more than a few minutes into. The intro is a part of the show. And, and I'm not hum, I'm not humble bragging here to say, like, it's a pretty beloved part of the show for regular listeners. For new listeners, it can throw you off. It's like a 13 or 14 minute attempted, and I mean that in bold italicies and underlined, and even strike, strike through it and highlight it because uh, it's an attempt where I say, here's what the podcast kind of is and does, but it really is hard for me to explain. You know, just, just like it's hard for if you ever asked a kid, Walking around the kitchen, even if you're just in your, even if you're just in your pajamas, uh, you know, banging on a pot and wearing a pot as a cap, uh, how come that's so fun? Or, you know, how come you only do this like once every uh, 36 months? Uh, well, there's some kids that do it every day. Some adults too. Uh, but uh, you'd say, I don't know, it just it just feels good feels good to, and here maybe that's a new therapy we could come up with uh and it's a free therapy you could practice anytime you want go around probably when you're on your own or if you're in a relationship or a family situation you know do it as a, a companionship or a, a group activity you know let's get that let's bring that back banging pots it's not for toddlers anymore if I had a na- if I could run a national ad campaign, maybe that's what I'd say. Banging pots, uh, like musically, not uh, banging them around. Like I told you, I was wild about wild rice, uh, like that that kind of pot banging. Anyway, I think I lost myself there. So, oh, structurally, so the intro is a long, drawn out, but friendly, somewhat fun beginning of the podcast. And here's a, some listeners skip it, maybe two or three percent of listeners. They skip ahead to the story about 18 minutes in. Uh, a lot of listeners use it as part of their wind down routine uh, where they're getting ready for bed, where they're getting settled in for bed, right? They've done the poofing and now they're doing the settling portion. Uh, you know, they're laying in the old dream plane. Or taking off the dream plane and you know settling into auto auto cloudy mode, where you rest on a sleepy cloud. Or uh, what was the other thing? Oh, uh, or, or uh, some listeners fall asleep during the intro. So it's the intro. Then there'll be a story. It'll be tonight. It'll be our episodically modular series, uh, Big Farm in the Sky PI season two. Though you could miss season one and not miss anything. Uh, there's some business between the intro and um, the story portion. And then at the end of the show, there's some thank yous. Uh, that's structurally what to expect. The other things you need to know if you're new, you don't need to listen to me. You could listen to me at any level you wish. Or you could, you, like, we've gone through this before. I'm the kind of person totally comfortable with you just, you say, uh-huh, 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 okay. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Scooch. You were talking about uh, landing your runway of dreams, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Like, you could do that if you want. Or uh, 
banging a pot, huh? That's that's a good thing to fall like. That's the kind of thing I would fall asleep saying. Or if you you know you go to tuck a kid in, and you say good night, sweetie poo. They're, even though they're already asleep, you know you tuck them in one last time, and they say uh huh, but banging a pot. And maybe you could do that. Uh huh. Oh whoa, oh wow, banging a pot. Huh? Yeah, uh huh, banging a pot. And there's a gummy bear there, and um, yeah, an apron. And it's amazing. Okay, great. That's terrific. So proud of you. Uh huh. With it's a jelly spoon, not a jelly spoon. Oh, you, well, you took a spoon at no, no. It's the gummy bear. His name's Frenchie. Okay. 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 Great. But actually, Scoots is in the middle of explaining the podcast to new people. Okay, so I'm back. Uh, I already forgot the other stuff I was going to talk about in the beginning. I think it had to do with this, uh, like a hip hop song from my childhood, anyway. Uh, but so, where was I? So, okay, so this, that's the structure show. Oh, you don't need to listen to me. That was the thing. And there's no pressure to fall asleep. The reason the shows are just over an hour, most of them. Is so you have plenty of room to fall asleep. You can queue up uh, 299 other episodes after this if you need them. And I'll be like, because I, I want to, there's no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here till the end. And I make this show just as much to put you to sleep as I do to keep a company and be a voice of companionship to those that aren't going to sleep, that, that can't fall asleep, whatever the situation is. So I'm here to help. I'm here to be your boar bay. You know, and my favorite bay is Paul Bay, of course, of the Big Loop and uh, the the, uh, the tapes, uh, you know, that you heard about uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, the the, uh, the the Obsidian tapes, I think they they they've been referred to by me only. So uh, yeah, I'm here to be your boar bay, your boar cause, your boar sib, your boar bestie, and and help help you fall asleep. Uh, I think that's it. I was talking about something, though, at the beginning of the show. I know I was talking about poofing and puffing. Then I thought, oh, then banging pots and pans. I, I just said pots, so I totally skipped out on pans. So if you were going to do it as a family activity or like, a, uh, I guess you could do it as a pr- romantic activity. Or, you know, when we're really talking about romance. I mean, you, you, like, uh, you could do it as pre- or post-romantic uh, activity. Um. You just have to, because because it would be if you if you got two adults uh, or a teen, I mean, holy moly, uh, and only one person's banging a pot around. Usually, it's just some sort of uh, you know loving testing activity. Uh, but I think that could be a new thing. It, like you say, well, it's it's time to ba- ba-. you know everybody wasn't that like that song was about uh, everybody. Uh, Bang Pots tonight. It was a song. I think they originally it was Wang Chung, but then they changed it to uh, Bang Pots tonight and have fun tonight. That was the main thing. Also, wear apron while you do it. Maybe or uh, Halloween costume. Um. Well, yeah, I think I, I thought I interviewed someone in the middle of that uh, too. Oh, it was a kid that that kid that was asleep that I had put to sleep earlier within me. Let's just check in with them. It, like, let me ask them. So, so he, I don't know if you're still asleep. Do you, you heard of the Sleep With Me podcast? Is it, that's the one with the, 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 the um, cricket, 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 c
Yeah, that's the one. It's a podcast. It's got a super long intro. You, do you sleep during the intro? Do you skip it or do you listen to it or do you listen to it today for comfort? It's like, uh, it's like construction paper and this in the tissue paper is inside of it. Oh, it's totally, yep. And, and so what's your favorite thing about Sleep With Me podcast in general? Or are you even a Sleep With Me podcast listener? It's a, it's a pencil sharpener. And uh, is it a good thing? Oh, wait, what'd you, what were you laughing about? The part where I said, are you asleep with me, listener? Oh, because, like, you, you knew I, you were. <laughs> it was Cardi B. And then it was um, uh, Lynn in uh, the Balloons. Okay, great. That was great talking to you. I'm glad you're asleep because that's what, it's a podcast actually put people to sleep, uh, and they do it with a bedtime story. I don't know. Did you get a bedtime story? So you you gotta get back because you uh, oh my dude, am I running this do this this uh, this segment into the ground? Uh, you take it pup you take a pillow, and you push push push, whoosh 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 and saying oh it's nice good night, and then you put your head and settles. Okay, terrific. Thank thanks for coming on. So it's just uh. That's not, I don't know if that's ever happened before. I think I've talked to cats before. And I know there was one episode where I put myself to sleep, but that was some sort of, uh, you know, they say, uh, you know, if you have a super collider, get in touch with me. Because I was just over there in one of the other string, string dimensions uh, talking to that kid. But here's the thing. Podcast is goofy. It's a little bit different. Oh, there was a new thing I did want to mention. This might not be the first time you're hearing this, but this is the first time I'm recording it. If you don't like the podcast, like you listen, most people, every well, almost every person that's reviewed it said, give it two or three tries. So if I could ask you, if you're going to try to fall asleep, give it two or three tries. But if you have, or you're just having a gut reaction, we say, I don't know. You know, I still want to help you sleep. So I have a new link, uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. You could go there. And I'll have some resources there because I always say email me, but that's kind of a lot of work. Sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. And uh, you could check that out and then I'll have some other options for you to fall asleep uh, or stuff I've tried. And uh, yeah, so I appreciate you coming by uh, and giving the show a shot. If you're a regular listener, uh, thanks for coming back. Good to see you. How about that kid? Sometimes I hope that's what you're listening like. Uh, like you're hanging in a kitchen, uh, banging a, a silent pot with a gummy bear. That's what I really wish for you. And then during the day, you could be flourishing. Because uh, I truly do believe you do deserve a good night's sleep. I'm honored to be of service and to help if I can. Because uh, that's the kind of life I, I want for you. One where you're rested, you're doing well. Or doing, you know, where you, you can actually say to yourself, we're doing the best we can here. Good, good job. And you're treating yourself and others, and you're treated with dignity and respect. Uh, it's a dr- d- d- dr- d- dream a little dream. But that's what I'd really like. So that's why I work hard on this show. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. And thank you again for coming by. Here's a couple ways we keep the show uh, going. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome uh, to another episode of our uh, 
uh, episodically uh, uh, modular series, uh, Big Farm in the Sky, P.I., Tales of the Phantom Minnow. Uh, Also, it could be Tales of uh, the Towns. It won't be the talk of the town because most people will be snoozing. Uh, but this is a series about uh, three individuals, mostly, or starring three individuals. Uh, Simon, uh, D.K., and G, G-double-E, in capital D, capital D, K. Uh, Simon, G, and D.K. are uh, friends. Also, uh, real, Simon and G are related. Simon is a G's uncle. Uh, Simon was formerly a resident of Earth, uh, just like you and me, and made the transition to post-Earthly life, uh, like at the big farm in the sky. And that was season... Oh, and then G, G is Simon's niece. She's still living an Earthly existence. GK, DK is her best friend. Uh, they're, of an age, they're of a school-going age. Uh, they're school kids. And in season one, they helped uh, Simon solve mysteries in the Big Farm, uh, hence Big Farm in the Sky P.I. And we're talking about mysteries a little bit more, like if Salvador Dali uh, did, a, did a season of Encyclopedia Brown or Fancy Nancy or Nancy Drew or Geronimo Stilton or Big Nate uh, Actually, I can't, I've never read any Nancy Drew. I'll put that on my to-do list. Uh, or the Hardy Boys. Never read any Hardy Boys. There's a, there's a, uh, coming clean. I've said Hardy Har Har before. Uh, but if any, if, 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 if so, that would be the Big Farm in the Sky P.I. Season one. Now, season two. Oh, quick question to answer. So these setups for the episode, sometimes they take a while. Just want to get you, you know, I'm here to help you sleep, uh, so filling you in in a long-winded way is kind of part of the show, but also I want you to be familiar with what's coming up. You know, no fo- no bedtime FOMO, like we say. So Simon, despite being former Earth resident and a big farm resident, you know, spiritual being, you could say, human. you know, sometimes people blew my mind when they say, are we human beings being spiritual or spiritual beings being human or whatever? In this case, Simon is definitely a former organic human in the big farm. But uh, it's a rare thing. This one you might not know uh, for a former uh, a big farm resident to be able to come visit us humans. Uh, much like that fr- fr- friendly uh, being Casper. Uh, it's just Simon's like that. Now, that's like a one in a million or something. I, mean, I don't know the numbers, but uh, let's just say it's a one in a million like uh, thing where you say, I guess just like our life, you know, people like that. So you want wonderful diversity no matter what level of existence you're at, I think, for me at least. And so that's one thing is that uh, not everybody can just come to Earth, show up, uh, in propose, you know, there'd be a lot of, like, can you imagine? that would be, like, I always, this is another thing I always ponder. I always talk about this on the podcast, too. You know, if we could see the electromagnetic spectrum, would we be able to see very far or not? I don't, like, greater minds than that have answered that question. And I've probably read their answers and forgotten it. But, uh, 
So that's kind of thing. They say that's probably why whoever, you know, the grand designer or whoever is, is said, well, no, no, not, not only one in a billion can go down there and do talk to people again. So that's why Simon can talk to G and DK. They can see Simon. Simon can talk to them. You know, the stumps, the positive side of those movies. So in season one, they were solving uh, mysteries in the big farm in the sky. Season two, they're solving mysteries here on Earth. Uh, it was for G and DK, who had uh, took a sabbatical from school, working, studying sabbatical, probably called something else, and started their own business where uh, DK's Aunt Penny lives in the towns, one of the largest community, retirement communities in the world, or active adult community, but not everybody has to be active, you know. They'd say, well, what if I don't want to be active? I want to be, too, like, chill. Maybe I'll patent that. Chill. Yeah, we have a, a chill adult community. Now, for, 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 you know, you can be active, but it's mostly for chilling. Here at, here at Chillin' Palms or something. Okay, so basically the three of them are solving PI stuff here on Earth. Uh, there's been other episodes. Most of them are episodic. Including that one, I think that's probably it. That might that might have been, you know. I think that's enough to get you started. Be fun, be relaxing, and feel free to skip through it or sleep through it. Because oh boy, this one is really. Uh, I'm excited to put you to sleep with this one. Also, we got a Hollywood celebrity here to set up the episode. I know it's raining, uh, Mister Antonio Banderas. Banderas. As the ladies and gentlemen, as the boys and girls, the friends beyond the binary, it's time to crack this case. It's time for Big Farm in the Sky, P.I. Let's crack this case. Wow, that was good. That was really good, Antonio. Thanks again for coming. Uh, Do you you want to try to play Tokaido? I got that Tokaido for Christmas. Well, I bought it for Christmas from someone it's supposed to be really relaxing, like a journey. I mean, you've already been on a seven or eight hour journey here. And I know you got to go drive back. Also, if you could hold off on using the restroom for about an hour and 20 minutes, so I'm done recording, that would be huge. Uh, but I didn't hear you go. Well, I appreciate that you didn't go on your way in because then it would have showed up on mic. Uh, even though, I, you know what? Here's the thing go, I'll, I'll pause. We'll edit it out. Go ahead and do, do do take care of stuff. I mean, within a relative time. I tell you what, pour yourself a glass of ice water, get comfortable, and then once you're comfortable, don't move or, you know, no, ta- no tapping, no shifting. You know, try to just go into a meditative, meditative state, uh, okay? Go ahead. Uh, thank you, my friend. Uh, it's good to be here with everybody. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing Tokaido. Okay, thanks, this Antonio Banderas, everyone. This is a Big Farm in the Sky. Let's crack this case. Uh, hey, Diane, it's me, Simon. I'm here. Uh, we're here at the multi-purpose courts, uh, which you might already saying. Uh, what am I saying? And uh, we're here with what's clearly a mystery, Diane. Oh, right. Thanks, DK. Where was I? Where was? Okay, great news. Uh this is part of our process. That's why I'm do, talking to you is it's going to help uh, G and DK and I start to process the case. Okay, so where was I? Oh, so uh, 
Well, I actually, I lost my spot. Well, hold on. Let me ask you. Do, do, I, oh, I didn't even start talking to you, Diane. So, do, sorry about that. Yeah, that was my bad. I started talking to G and DK. So we have a royally confusing mystery. It was what I meant to start with. Uh, so here, each within the towns uh, is the each town has its own village. Each village has its own community center, pool, and multi-purpose courts. And the pool was closed for painting and repair. And when the pool closes, this is something they learned over the years. They also closed down the multi-purpose courts, which are right next to the, uh, used to be just tennis courts. And uh, now they're, uh, and also the shuffleboard annex, uh, Diane. Oh, G wanted me to ask, what did you want me to ask you? Oh, it was tennis. So tennis was popular. I, I didn't ask the residents, though. So I don't know. Oh, like uh, royal. I think G and DK are just making royal jokes about tennis. Uh, okay, so a long time ago, they just had tennis courts. They had the pool, right? Uh, uh, and then uh, now they have tennis. The reason they're called multi-purpose. Okay. Because some people play pickleball, which is now popular. Now, I don't know where the pickle comes from, but we're in a pickle. You know, we're solving this case. Uh, but it's kind of like a paddle version of tennis. Right. They say ping pong in tennis, but I don't buy that because there's no table one. And I don't think you're bouncing on anything. Uh, but so that's one, another thing. So there's on these courts that once were only tennis courts, this pickleball, this tennis. Occasionally in the history, there's been basketball half court. And that seems to wax and wane. And then there's a new thing, outdoor dancing, also called dancing in the dock, uh, dancing under the lights, dancing by the moonlight, in the moonlight. All that, that's where I get the multi-purposing from. I think that's what I was trying to say. Okay, so the pool here has been closed for remodeling, painting, not remodeling, I don't know what I'm saying, refurbishment, paint, uh, patch, clean. And the courts are adjacent to the pools at all of these villages in the towns, uh, and they also close the courts when they close the pool. Now, they don't close it for repair because uh, I guess like a long time ago, like they made it, the, the, all, every contractor that works here in the towns went to the council and they said, if we're going to work on these pools, we're shutting down the, the tennis courts because of gawkers, they said. And splainers, advice, ex, paint, experts on pool refurbishment, uh, experts on behavior of construction workers, uh, experts on things you're doing, you know, because basically everybody be at the tennis courts watching them work on the pool. Even when they put up a fence, the people would go. Uh, so they said, listen, we're not going to work on this unless the whole area is closed. So don't come here to this community. Use the next town over. They shifted around. And they were, they tried to be polite. You know, it was just a lot of advice and feedback and, uh, suggestions. Uh, sometimes people looking to talk to somebody about when they repair a pool. I, I call them supervision hobbyists, Diane. I, I, I thought of that one. 
so the compromise was, we'll just close down the whole thing. It'd go easier, go faster. Because they said, you know, they were trying, everybody was trying to get the bids in, in and they said, it would be a lot cheaper if we could get this done uh, with the whole area closed off. It'll go faster, save everybody the money. Uh, one less form of entertainment. Here's the thing, Diane, I didn't think of. Gee, DK, tell me what you think of this. I mean, uh, what about uh, doing it as a show? Like the Gawker show, like watch us repair something show. Probably wouldn't fly. But what if, what if it was some sort of performance on? Okay, so, okay, so get to the mystery part. You're right. You are right, you two. Holy cow. You are, that's why we cracked the cases. Okay, so we gotta, I gotta unpack the start of the mystery, Diane, which started 18 months ago on the last pool refurbishment. So the, this doesn't have any, also, Diane, this doesn't have anything to do with the pool. So the pool was uh, painted, cleaned up, uh, research, you know, whatever they needed to do, just fine. Sealing, uh, refreshing, touching it up. Uh, uh, but when they reopened the tennis courts at the same time, oh boy, there was now, well, I think it goes back like 30, what's 18 and 18, 36, uh, originally the first time. Now, this one, they said, the stri- so the stripes on the tennis courts, they used to be white. Then they were white with a touch of blue-gray. But I think they determined that that was actually a plan. People thought, you know, you forget that that time goes by. Then a mystery happens. Then everything's shrouded in mystery. Okay, but this time when the court reopened, I think it had extra people's attention also, because it was it had transitioned to the popularity of pickleball is recent, and the popularity of pickleball actually people started using the courts more that also like to dance outside at night. Uh, so they also said, "Oh, these courts are great. Uh, the flat, just like a dance floor." Well, I'll talk about the dancing more. Uh, but now there was a stripes. Uh, not just of the uh, white, blue, gray stripes for tennis, uh, but was, which was already a thing that people didn't know if it was. It ended up that was planned, uh, but would add it. So, so uh, now there were yellow pickleball stripes for the pickleball courts, and that caused a big rift with the tennis players. Uh, so this was almost two years ago. And there was also some areas, uh, some squares off of the tennis, like in the out of bounds of the tennis court related to dancing, which I still didn't understand. But also some of those like things. Uh, oh, I guess, yeah, that makes sense then. You're right. Okay, so a square that you would, uh, it's actually a rectangle. Sorry, Diane. And then, you, you know, those Arthur Murray, I don't know why I imagine it was Arthur Murray, but... Uh, the feet that you put on to have the numbers. So for practicing your moves in the box. Yeah, but they had removable, like if the box was there, but not the feet. Because uh, I guess you say, well, I'm going to learn the tango today. So those were also there, along with the pickleball uh, yellow lines. And this was, uh, what else are my notes here, Diane? Well, you know, this is helping G&DK really, uh, you know, really uh, absorb what's happening. We don't know what the pickleball, but the pickleball is a bit like paddle ball. The ball is kind of has like a, 
a splat to it, Diane. It's not wet or anything, but it means that it's a little bit less running. It looks so fun. That's why we were calling it splat ball. Uh, and G and DK, they just laugh when they hear pickleball. They find it so funny. Like, it does sound like something you'd say to a baby, though. Would you like to play some pickleball? Okay, Oof, this is long. Okay, what was the important part of my points? Okay, so at some point during the last refurbishment, this was not planned, these stripes, by anybody. Someone added in a professional way and paid for it uh, lines for pickleball and the dancing uh, rectangles on the tennis courts. And the tennis players felt territorial, even though the tennis community has been shrinking and the pickleball and dancing communities have been growing. The tennis players were very upset. Then the pickleball players were upset because they said, well, why not just make a pickleball court? And the administration was upset because they said, we didn't approve this thing. And no one one really uh, went over it. and, you know, the tennis players had been trying to get rid of the pickleball players, and everybody was trying to get rid of the dancers because the dancers always leave scuffs. That, uh, sometimes they don't come up, even though they say, like, they try to have these, like, they try, they originally wore the, whatever dance shoes they wanted, but they said, oh, no, you got to um, wear these, uh, you know, whatever, shoes that don't scuff. But, you know, every once in a while someone shows up to dance in scuffy shoes. So that was also always a bone of contention, you know, everybody trying to get rid of the dancers. And then also the dancers saying, well, can we take down the the, the, the tennis nets, the pickleball nets, so we could dance a full court? Uh, and then, the, again, a lot based on impression and not fact, Diane. I think that's what I'm saying. But every, no one was happy with these new lines. Yeah, This is what I hear. So this was not when we were here working it. Uh, and everyone was not happy at the administration, you know, the HO, I don't know how this, this is a private, uh, for-profit place. Uh, but even they said, we didn't do it. We're like, uh, we got paperwork to prove it. Uh, so not an official uh, thing. Or what did you say, DK? Yeah, stirred a lot of melodrama. Uh, what else? Did I, uh, yeah, so they 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 tried to figure out who did it. Everyone was pointing fingers. The dancers were really the ones that took the brunt of it. Uh, but then they said, why would we put up a pickleball if we just want to dance? Uh, but there was enough crossover. Um, I'm just trying to think. I talked to a lot of the dancers because they said, well, that sounds really nice. Uh, also, the dancers had upgraded the lighting. Uh, this was official. This was no mystery with that market lighting in addition to the tennis lighting. So that on the nights the dancers had the courts versus tennis or pickleball, they could turn off the main lights when they got there. And it would be a little bit more romantic or, or uh, ambiancic. And then the pickleball players had tried playing in just the market lights. But then they said, well, we don't want to, you know, no one's stubbing the toe. What else? Like ballroom in the dark, ballet in the moonlight, uh, tapping under the stars, Diane, without tap shoes, though, because they said they'll scrape the courts. Uh, night air birds, that's an evening jitterbugs. Uh, 
Midnight at ten, oh, midnight at nine p.m. Tango. These are some of the groups that come and dance here. Uh, but basically, someone put stripes on the court. No one was happy. Then everybody got used to it and they forgot about it, right? Uh, like also, they've you know they've had to learn to work together with the scheduling, so everybody gets uh, access to the courts. Meanwhile, the shuffleboard annex, also no one's had, they said, why don't we just close down the shuffleboard annex? Uh, but everybody said, what are we going to do on our grandkids visit? Uh, you know, the grandkids are the ones that like to play the shuffleboard. So all that is going on here, which uh, sets the stage uh, for our, our uh, what would, uh, what, what, what would become the mystery we're talking about, that we're trying to solve here. I'm just trying to think. I have a lot more notes about scuffing shoes and debating over it. A lot of debating. I said, why don't you have a court-based debate club? And then no one got that joke at one of our meetings. But I only, you know, I only said it to my, no one got it. G and DK didn't get it. Oh, they said they got it. It just, uh, that they laughed on the inside. Okay. So then this next refurbishment, uh, uh, even though people were still kind of talking, they forgot about it. They went back to the dancing, to the pickleball, and to the tennis. And then, okay, so the pool was just closed. We're here at the cracking of this new case, just a few days old. It's hot stuff. So uh, the pool was closed for refurbishment. Uh, it was just reopened. And, of course, people had forgotten. No no one that we know of, uh, everyone says, oh, I knew this would happen now. Uh, but no one was really watching. And you say to yourself, you might put one and one together, and you say, well, they repainted the court again. No, Diane, they upgraded it. And I'm not even sure, but G and DK and I are trying to figure out how to describe this. Uh, the courts were upgraded to this upgrade, to, to unbelievable level, uh, it's with like uh, interchangeable surfaces, Diane. Like so, there's a dance court, uh, there's a tennis court, and then there's a pickleball court, and they roll up on these things with a crank, uh, with gears, so that it's distributed, so it's easy, like a bike gear. What are those called? Interchangeable gears or something? I don't know. Hammer and a lever. Uh, so they have a hardwood style dance floor. It just rolls out, drops right into place. Uh, two people could do it. It's assisted by the machinery. You roll it back up. It looks it's a composite surface. Uh, somehow, because it's all interlinked, when it drops into a little uh, squ- like a little sunken square, everything is flush, uh, and it has like a little cushion underneath that it drops into. I think that's what keeps it flush. And just, you wouldn't believe it, Diane, it's just so nice. And then you do that, you put down a tennis court. And then you do it again, and the pickleball court is, uh, instead of being green, it's a blue tone. Which, so, so anyway, I don't, I don't understand why they needed two courts. Well, pickleball has different lines. You're right, you're right, G. Uh, but it, it's amazing. I can't believe he could just roll it out. I've been watching... And I'm saying, what a solution here. This is a win-win solution uh, because everyone gets their own surface. You don't got to worry about the dancers scuffing it up for the dancers. They now have something that kind of looks like a, a dance floor instead of dancing on a court. 
Uh, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to describe. You're right, DK. You're right. Uh, it's so simple, uh, but really high quality. I do, I, like, uh, I would say this is probably what people, I, I don't know if anyone else, uh, it's a perfect, oh, very good solution. No such thing as a perfect solution. You're right. And this is where we got, that's why the hubbub, there's no such thing as a perfect solution. You know, So there is a lot of uh, residents up in arms about this solution and found fault with it. Uh, they don't know, like more of an impressionistic fault. Uh, uh, and, you know, you know, a projection type fault, Diane. No one's happy about this. Hold, it seems pretty great, in my opinion. Yeah, but that's not the mystery. Once again, the mystery is who's behind these floors, these courts, the interchangeable courts. And the most straightforward solution that we uh, uh, we thought was uh, the, the the corporation that runs the towns. Uh, and just like last time, they said nothing. We have nothing to do with this. Uh, you know, they said something. Each village is its own entity with its decision-making process and, you know, funds allocated, whatever. I, I don't know. Uh, but what's really interesting is that when we moved on from there, the county uh, that the, within – now, the, the, there's some sort of public-private thing. I don't understand that, but, uh, you know, they still needed some zoning permits, Uh all the zoning permits were filed for these courts. So all of, uh, like, the permits were in place. Now, we tried to trace that, ghost down, you know, a shell within a shell. So then, of course, and not just a, a G and DK and not me, I did not think of this, Diane, but uh, some of the other residents along with G and DK said, well, okay, it's either the contractor or the company that makes these courts. Of floors, you know, that uh, and people really, uh, this was a couple days ago, they said uh, this is some sort of attempt at viral marketing, like they have a vested interest in us having a free court and talking about it. Uh, by getting these free courts, we're being advantaged, you know, dis- you know advantages are being taken on us because uh, then they're going to profit every other town. In the village, every other village in the town is going to want their own multi-court. You're going to make multi-millions in, you know, because you gave us a free court. And no one wants that wool pulled over their eyes. Now, we went to the, we, we got a hold of them really quick because uh, GNDK, that was the first, they said the most obvious solution, like who stands to gain the most, uh, so we contacted them. They just laughed. They said, we've been working in this with this community for a long time. We're not, of course we wouldn't do that. What are you thinking? We have way too much to lose, not to gain in a vested way. Our vested interest is in following the rules, not breaking them. We, would, we, would, we, could, have, we, we could have told you that that was going to happen. And they said everything was filed in our, on our side by the book. Uh, uh, and we said, okay, so, oh. They said, yeah, no, no, it's paid for in full by this holding corp, the same one that did the permits. We wouldn't do it for free in that manner. Like, a great idea, but try it somewhere else, and not in this community won't work. They said it's like a S-T-U-N-T. 
So, uh, okay, so we, we thought about that. We said, okay, oh, no, back to, back to, uh, back to it. Now, here's the other thing. Uh, everyone wants these courts to, torn down. Another part of the zoning process, uh, you know, because of the way this was a, a rule made with the communities in mind, we just passed a period of where uh, building and demolition is allowed uh, because now it's the beginning of the season when people start to live here. Those past two months, uh, the only time you're allowed to refurbish pools, put in new courts, or close down and tear down, you know, do construction for the peace of the residents. Uh, so you can't tear the court down or close it. I mean, you could close it down. Uh, but they can't remove the, the things for another 10 months. Uh, so the people are even more unhappy about that because they say we're stuck with this great soul. <laughs> I'm laughing, Diane. Only from the perspective of the big farm could you could you laugh at this, I guess. Uh, though G and DK do find it funny, too. So uh, let's see. In summary, Diane, uh, there's a new court or set of courts uh no one is happy about it, uh, and it's a mystery who did it and why. Oh, G and DK aren't here right now. I was going to ask them if I did a good summary. Uh, the most obvious suspects were Multicourt Incorporated and uh, Dillinger Contracting LLC. Neither of them did it, or at least uh, it doesn't seem like they did. Uh, so the next likely group uh, to benefit the most from the courts, uh, G and DK. Okay, hey, how oh, they're coming back? Hey, you know, I was just trying to figure out who was next on the list. Uh, oh, you just interviewed them. Well, while I was recapping, yeah, it did take a little. Like, well, this part of the mystery is uh, what happened. There was a, you know, this is a mystery even Encyclopedia Brown would shrug at. So, uh, you know. They say Fancy Nancy doesn't do mysteries, but I would think she would like this as a pretty fancy solution. Okay, so you talk to the heads of all of the groups. Uh, the, 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 the Pickleball is the Greater Dance Community Association and the Tennis the tennis Brigade or whatever. Oh, lots of palace intrigue. <laughs> you too. You, uh, you got good puns. Holy cow. Okay, but nothing seems uh, like you, you you can't you can't put your finger on it because yeah, everyone would know better that it would stir up trouble. You're right. So who would do it? Not the dancers. No, and also it costs a lot of money. Yeah, that's what. So we, I guess we have to look for clues, right? Okay, so we got to look around for clues or witnesses. Oh, gee, you're, you're always on it. Oh, where should we start? Well, if we walk around here, well, Diane, we're walking around the courts now. Uh, okay, what about that house that's up on that hill there? Oh, yeah, it's the only house that's really close to the courts. You're right. Uh, so we should go ask them if they've seen anything. That's a great idea or heard anything. Okay, let's uh, let's let's go do, do Diane. We'll be right back. Okay, Diane, it's me. I'm talking in a bit. I'm hopefully talking in a bit of different voice, but I don't think I am. Uh, uh, so we're, we're a little bit closer. Exciting news uh, that I'll tell you. Uh, we're on our first outing of stakes. Uh, to, to be honest, Diane, about to start. 
So great news. We went to uh, the house. Now, no one was home. We knocked on the door. We debated walking around the yard. I mean, we did cut up uh, kind of through like a, a, a dry drain, a drainage basin from the courts. To the well, I didn't. G&DK did. But after they were knocking on the door, someone was walking the dog. They said, uh, oh, Wyatt lives there. And Wyatt has a store in town. And then they said, in town town, not the town, like the regular town where, you know, the non, like the regular people, you know, everybody, the community surrounding the town. This is confusing to explain, Diane. Uh, but the town nearby where, where uh, everybody, like a lot of people work here. This is a big pro- provider of uh, jobs, okay? And the people, you know, a regular community, regular normal non-retirement community. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Wyatt has a store there. And I said, what is, what is, doesn't that make you not a retiree? And they said, no, it's an active adult community. And they said, okay, I get it, I get it. Okay, so then we went to Wyatt's uh, shop. And now Wyatt ends up at G&DK and Wyatt no one another. So really working in our favor here. Uh, and they now, holy cow, Diane. Now, I got to tell you about this Wyatt's uh, shop. Uh, it's like a place uh, really brilliant. And this is G and DK have sold things or uh, negotiated things that they've cleaned out of people's houses uh, to Wyatt, who takes things like a bit like an upgrade or like a hip. This place is cool. Like, there was cool people in there, it was busy. And a lot of people that worked there young, and they take things and they sell it at the shop. They also sell it on the internet, like eBay and things. But Wyatt, like, uh, not only is an eye for books and magazines and other things in particular, but Wyatt has, like, uh, refurbishes them, like, uh, to, to get them nice and ready for sale. Because Wyatt was explaining, you know, a book, uh, you know, we don't get new too many new books, uh, but something very good versus good is easier to sell. You sell it for more money. And then we kind of talked about, well, shouldn't you be enjoying Wyatt said, well, I love being here. I like being at the store. Also, you know, Wyatt is recent, not too long ago, uh, a few years, uh, uh, like uh, WID, you know, like, uh, so Wyatt is uh, like, uh, you know, investing in work, uh, and why, you know, a big farm resident like I am uh, is uh, Piper. That was, and I, 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 so that's interesting. So why it's that I, I like to work, it gives me a lot of jobs to offer these young people. Uh, you know, I buy things off of people like G&DK or the people they're representing. So like put a little money in other people's pockets. It's kind of fun. Yeah, so, so that and then why we said uh, you know about this court, this trouble with the court, and why it said you better believe it. Uh, like uh, you know, I can hear when people get not happy with one another. I can hear it in my house. That's why I stay at the shop more or less. Like uh, you know, I work late until I know everything's wrapped up. So then I go home and get some peace and quiet. Uh, and we said, did you enjoy the refurbishment? I said, oh, yeah, you know, I used to, like, uh, Pipe and I, we used to sit out in the back, you know, the back of the house. Uh, so you had, you could go there and you, you could figure out whatever you're trying to do. 
you know, during the day we would sit there, then during the night, and now I still go back and sit out there. So I might be back there later, though. Uh, but I ha- so I haven't seen anything though, because like, that's no, I, I know G, I know G K D K. If you get to this, cover this. That was the first question. Have you seen anything or heard anything? And why said no, no, I'm sitting out there like eleven to one, you know, reading, drinking tea, uh, relaxing after a day at work, uh, running the shop. Uh, oh, so anyway, we're here uh, doing a stakeout. Why it said we could stay out here and look. Uh, what's that? G? What's that? Oh, Piper. Okay, let me see. Diane, let me put you on hold. I'm going to try to get a hold of Piper. I'll be right back. Uh, see if I could track down Wyatt and Piper. Okay, that was private. The reason I didn't record it is because it was private conversation. And I didn't have, you know, I wanted to check with Piper. Now, I talked to Piper, and Piper kind of confirms what Wyatt said. They used to, they were like, uh, they would sit together, they would enjoy the evening. Uh, they have so many memories tied up in this house. Uh, and so to really commit, like, that's why Wyatt stays here. Uh, so I guess nothing, nothing, uh, nothing to help our case. I don't know. G and DK have something they're whispering about. So I, but if they're not whispering on mic, I can't do anything about it. Oh, do you, okay. Thanks, uh, G. Thanks. Like, so they used to go dancing. They were even in, uh, before the outdoor dancing, they would dance here on the patio. And Pipe is very proud that uh, even, like, that's how they supplement. They, they, like, uh, why used to sell things at uh, the flea market. And would, uh, like, the magazines and stuff, uh, Pipe said, why it would, uh, like, put them under the mattress in the extra room and put weights on the mattresses. That's why it's a secret method for... Uh, like, uh, wait, what did I, no, why didn't I say that to you? No, no, that's what Piper said. I guess it was a secret. That's why I shouldn't be saying it on the microphone. Yeah, I guess Diane won't tell anyone. But so that's a way, I guess Piper said, that uh, you take a mattress. Now, this is a secret. So, so, But I guess it, it's good if you're refurbishing your own magazines and books. Then you put a piece of plywood on top of the mat. First, you put the magazines and the books under the mattress. Uh, then you take the mattress. Then you take plywood. That's where everybody misses out, uh, according to Wyatt telling this to Piper. And then you put weights on the. Um, you you could now if you want to get it just pretty good to read, you could just leave it. Uh, but Wyatt would put those big round weights. Uh, of course, you get it at a garage sale too. And any other weights would do. Uh, even closer stuff, but the most effective thing is those round, heavy weights. Uh, what are those called? Plates, weight plates. So I guess we're now we're just sitting here. Oh, well, I'm just sitting here. I mean, it was good to talk to Piper. Very nice, but very, very seemed like a lovely couple. Uh, and uh, again, we, I told, like Piper said, wow, that store sounds great. I wish I could go with you. And I said, it's very peaceful. So I said, well, you know, I wish you could, like, uh, or very cool. Like, I don't know why I said that. Uh, well, it's peaceful here because the courts just quieted down. Before that, there was still people. Uh, now, here's the thing. We could hear the court wrapping up. It was very, like, when they rolled it back up, it was, that was pretty quiet. 
Uh, but we could definitely hear lots of disagree, like hubbubbing and harumphing. But now it's quiet. The courts are closed down now. 10 p.m. That's quiet time here. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, I, I'm still, I guess I'm feeling like I don't know something because G and DK, I can see on your faces. Uh, they, like, how long are we going to be at this? Oh, the stakeout's already over? Well, I was hoping we'd need it like in the movies where we'd have a thermos of coffee, though you two shouldn't have coffee, and then snack foods. But you should, so probably best that, why is the stakeout over though? Well, Phantom Minnow cracked the case. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I was just waiting to tell you. Wait a second. I cracked a case of how to keep your magazines nice. Oh, we're just going to wait. Oh, here comes. Yeah, I think that's probably Wyatt's car that just pulled. Oh, there's Wyatt now. Hello, Wyatt. Oh, okay. Oh, why? I forgot why you can't see me. Thanks, G. Thanks. Okay, so Diane, let me run through what's happening here. Okay, why it's uh, G and DK just said, uh, you know, we figured it out. Uh, we put everything together. It's nice and peaceful out here. That's first how they got why it is God down. Okay, so why it's about to do a monologue, Diane? I'll just, just go for it. Well, holy cow! Oh, sorry, Diane. I was reacting. So, yeah, I, I did it. Uh, I replaced the courts. Uh, you definitely figured it out. Uh, well, you're welcome to tell everyone or not. I understand uh, that uh, I did something with, uh, it was a win-win-win without people's permission. And I knew that uh, it was something nice, uh, but I did have ulterior motives. You're right, G, right, DK, and I'm sorry for that. Oh, you don't know. Okay, well, I'm happy to tell you everything. There's just one piece missing. Oh, the cost. Uh, okay, I'll explain it to you. Yeah, basically, I just want, like, I figured once people got used to these new courts, they could enjoy them. When they're enjoying the courts after they've got used to the change, people would start to be, you know, there'd still be some noise. And now ping-ponging and splat, splat ball... In the dancing, or people are kind of arguing over whether the ball is in or out. That doesn't bother me. But when everybody's debating, or when it's a switchover, like sometimes I'll be home and they'll switch over from dance, you know, at 8 o'clock, it becomes pickleball hour or dance hour or tennis hour. You know, I just couldn't take a lot of that that type of talk. Uh, and I did it like years ago. I did. I was the one who did the the lines so that the people for pickleball, because I don't know if you knew this, they were using chalk for lines, and then the tennis people weren't happy about that. Then no one's ever been happy with the scuffing from the dancing. And you think about the poor tap. Now I could sleep to a tap dance, so just lie out here in the night listening to tap dancing. Uh, but you know, it's not as fun to tap dance in clear soled shoes. Uh, you know, what would, uh, you know, that's what that Paul Simon, you know, if you had diamonds on the soles of your shoes, you wouldn't be able to dance here. So I thought of it. I found out I did the lines before to, so everybody would be happy. And it kind of worked. Then I was researching uh, the, and I found out about this multi-court system. Now, I also had to figure out how to pay for it. So now, this is where you call, you say, 
why you were doing something, you know, without permission. But I say synchronicity because I have got so many magazines and books uh, that I can't keep them all refurbished. I just don't have the capacity. And I said, well, I looked, I went down, I went to a trade show in Las Vegas. I saw how they have the cushion and then the court sits on top of the cushion. The cushion sinks, you know, makes it easier for people's bodies, but it also helps keep the court locked in place. And I put some magazines and some books down there. Now, I only do it at night, uh, not when people are playing. But at night, I go down there and I replace, uh, I pull up the lowest court, put down the books, and then I pull them back out again after a few hours. Uh, because I don't want anybody, you know, I don't want it to be off level for anyone. And that's how I paid for the courts was with the the, the, the courts are going to pay for themselves. I'm on it. You know, I, I, I financed it, of course. Yeah, but it, the, the, the revenue from uh, re, more refurbished books and magazines will easily pay for the cost of the courts. You know, anything else, you know, it's not that I need to keep it. So, you know, I'm going to fold it back into the workers here. May be able to provide uh, free child care at the store. So really positive, you know, another win, I guess. Uh, and also I'll be get, be get to sit out here once people, once everything quiets down and people won't be disagreeing about it. Everybody will have what they want. Uh, oh, I, I know. I know it's a bit codependent. I, I have a little bit. But if, you know, you two can think about telling or not telling. I'm fine with either way. I will accept it, you know, and then people will have to, because, I mean, even if you tell them I did it, uh, you know, I may have to move out. Now, I wouldn't be happy about that, but, uh, you know, because this house means a lot to me. I got a lot of positive memories here. But if I do, I can accept it. I I mean, they would have to wait 10 months uh, to, you know, to get rid of it. In 10 months, they're going to keep the courts. I'm sure that. Uh, but it wouldn't, you know, then it wouldn't, it, 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 the payments are longer than 10 months. Uh, so I would have, you know, I, I have things charted out to keep it going, but it, it, without me using, you know what I mean? But, but that's fine. I can accept, you know, I can accept things. I would just ask you to kind of sit here with me tonight uh, and I stake out. Uh, I brought some cocoa and this isn't a cocoa bribe. It's just a chance uh for you two to enjoy the evening now that the courts are closed. Uh, also, I put a remote in so I can turn on those market lights through the trees down there. It looks really nice. Uh, maybe the two of you want to go down there and dance or something just for fun. But again, we'll just decide as we decide. Uh, oh, hey, D- Diane, uh, I'm kind of getting, I'm going to rest here. I think I'm going to just sit next to Wyatt while G and DK dance. Oh, wow. They just ran down there and they're kind of dancing with him on another giggling and having fun. I think, I think this is case has been cracked and then re, you know, that, uh, I can imagine G, G and DK letting everyone win, you know? Uh, so. But he, like, uh, yeah, they're, they're spinning in the moonlight. Uh, and I think I'm spinning off to Dreamland, Diane. Good night.